Now? This one's explosive. I'm Unique, serving up a hard-hitting dose of reality and trending topics concerning you. Weekend Updated with Unique starts now on Blackberry Soul Radio. There's a war out there, old friend. A world war. And it's not about who's got the most bullets. It's about who controls the information. What we see and hear, how we work, what we think. It's all about the information. Good morning, good morning, good morning. You're inside. We can update it right here on Blackberry Soul Radio with Unique and... Nika! And we have our special guest coming back, Willie Soso. He's back. Welcome back. Hey, hey, what it do, what it do, what it do, people. Yes, we had such a great response um, when you came on the show the last time. So I thought, what a great idea to have you two fight it out for (laughs) co-hosts. <laughs> Just, kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. And in this corner. <laughs> so, as you guys know, um, Willie Soso is also a fellow podcaster plus a philosopher and just sharing a wealth of knowledge. So um, we're just going to do again, let's talk to. So when you were listening to the show last week, um, you know, you said you wanted to talk to us about some things. So um, what honestly, man, it was just as usual. It was just a dope show. And you guys just touched on some things that really had me interested. Uh, the truth versus loyalty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the commentary was pretty interesting. Okay, so what did, what did you um, like about that? What, what's your thoughts on the truth versus loyalty? I, I think it's just it's a super nuanced conversation, and I, based on a person's perspective, they might find that, one, the two go hand in hand, or that they're not mutually exclusive, well, it might put you in a, a different frame of mind depending on what uh, the situation is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you... I, I've often said, it's funny that you mentioned about the podcast and, and, and blogging and stuff. I once wrote a piece and I made the kind, I, I made the assertion that someone would like to be lied to. You said some, someone likes to be lied to, or some women? Yeah, some women like to be lied to. <laughs> you right, you, you, you that. But go ahead. Um, and and I, I, I'm sure you can uh, mm-hmm. assume that I got lambasted for making such an assertion. I can but agree. Mm-hmm. The thing, I think people in uh, general like to be comfortable. Not so much lied to, and I guess being comfortable meaning having to lie to them. Right. Because, you know, when I saw that outtake, do you remember uh, Willie Soso? Um, It was on the Vanguard, and I said, absolutely not. And she was saying that, I want you to lie to me. I want you. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah, yes. I was very disappointed. It was, she was saying that she wanted her man to lie to her. 
Um, when you come home, you know, you give me basically, you give me the crap, you give me, you talk about how your day is, you talk about the truth, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. I want you to lie to me. I want you to, to say that your day basically prettying it up. To me, how can you ever form a true bond with someone based on lies or based on falsehood? So what was our thought process behind that? Well, it wasn't so much that she was saying like actually lie. It was more, you know. She said lie. <laughs> she, well, she did, but it, it was sort of, it, well, I took it as sort of a, a metaphor though. Um, it, it was more so, when we go into the world, we put on airs, whether we believe it or not, you know. You know, a lot of times, I think there was a movie I saw, and it said, you know, black people have two faces. Um, you know, and... I'm going to let you well, finish, but that's not because the Japanese has three faces. They said everyone has three well, faces. The you, the real you, the you you present to your family, and then the, the, the you you present to the world. But I don't think it's well, synonymous to a race. Here's, Sorry. Well, here's, here's the correlation, though. You, you put on the one face for the world. You know, black folks especially, you know, I, I oftentimes laugh when people talk about some, you know, you got your your white corporate voice and then you got your black homeboy or homegirl voice. But I think with regards to what Nikki Giovanni was saying, you know, you put on that air for the world and then you come home and you take off your cool, you take off that face, and you let out all your frustrations mm-hmm. on the person that you're supposed to be building with. And that, in and of itself, can pose some issues. And her, her assertion was, listen, don't go out and give, you know, the best of you to them, and then come home and give me the shit. I, That's I not what she said, you, you don't think that's what she was no. saying? That's what I got from it. Mm-mm. I didn't actually did hear it, but... We're going to play it, but when you use words like... I I mean, I understand your, right. your take on it. I was going to say that. I but even that. so, it's like still... Because you know at your job, you're not giving the best of you. You're giving a false you. You're giving a, the professional you that may be probably 60% of you, or for some people, maybe 30% of them. And so that whole quote unquote white voice, black voice, I mean, I, I just think that our language needs to change. Um, we, we tend to give the black voice the ghetto or unproper voice, and then the quote unquote white voice is the proper voice. And in fact, we need to stop, we, to me, we need to stop using those that language or that narrative. Because it's, it's professional voice. It's professional voice, yeah. and everyone does it. Even, it's not synonymous to just black people or minorities. There are white people, my white friends, who cut on their quote unquote professional voice. Mm-hmm. And we may think that they speak like that all the time, but even some of the language they use, yeah, I was gonna uh, say curse that. words, yeah, right. words they slang and all of that, the words that, that really bothers me with uh, Nikki Giovanni is that lie to me. Now, I understand if it was, she's a writer. I was about to say, she's a writer, so maybe she was metaphorically speaking, though. But she, but she, but he said, you want me to lie? He was like, you, huh? You want me to lie to you? Yeah, he wanted, he wanted clarity, clarity. Yeah, she was, I was just saying, she was talking to James Baldwin. Yeah, James Baldwin, exactly. That, that was a powerful conversation between 
well, I don't know if the conversation was powerful, but it was two powerful people, two legends that mm-hmm. we call legends. And I was just very disappointed because I took away from it during that time frame of how women were viewed in the workplace and just the right, the women's rights in general, the lack thereof. And just that, you know, how you prefaced the conversation, uh, Willie Sosa, you said that women like to be lied to. So I don't know if you, if you meant metaphorically or if you, but that's what prompted me to bring this up because it was like very disturbing to me. And maybe I need to take a, a, another listen in, in its entire entirety, sorry, before yeah. I even start to think about anything because I was just like, uh-uh. yeah, I, but I was interested and I kind of like agree with him. Agree with who? Willie Sosa, when he said that, like women like to be lied to. No. As opposed to and, all humans in general? I mean, but that was what he was talking about at the moment. Like, I mean, of course, if we were talking about men, you know, we can say something different. But just for him having that conversation or what he wrote about, I can actually relate, you know, just to that title. Um, I, I didn't hear what he was saying in his writing in his, about it, but I would like to. But I can relate. I really can. In dating wow. women. So it's like, for me, I'm really interested in hearing what else he has, you have to say about that, Willie. Well, here's, here's what the, the sentiment was behind it. Um, you know, I, I think with regards to relationships, a lot of people, well, as, as, far, as, as far as the blog was concerned, it, the sentiment was that a lot of women are more concerned with the perception Mm-hmm. and the appearance of what their relationship may be versus what the reality is. Uh, and whether we agree with it or not. Um, is that what I you're saying, or is, is that what you're that, saying that, that Nikki Giovanni no, that, said? No, no. I, the blog was written before I ever even heard that, that okay. uh, clip okay. of, of Baldwin and Giovanni. And it was just, my perception has come to be oftentimes, of course, nothing is absolute, but oftentimes a lot of women prefer the perception of what their relationship is than what the reality is. Uh, I think and that... I, I suppose it could go for men too, but I, I don't date men, so I, I don't to know what that might be. But I don't think you need to date men to understand humans as a whole. Like, what is that rooted in, right? And so when you talk about women wanting an image, that that whole notion is really about men's feeding men's ego. So men like material and possessions. They use their material. They use materialism to um, validate their status, whether that's in. Um, a marriage, whether that's in the workplace, whether that's courting a woman. And so they're, they're essentially living in falsehood anyway, right? And that's number one. Number two, I think that humans in general are afraid of truth. So just because you, you don't date a man or just because I don't date a woman doesn't mean I can't relate to humans in general wanting to feel comfortable and wanting sure. to... Whether that's an image, whether that's feeding an ego, whatever that may be, it's still being lied to. It's still being told um, a falsehood. And that's fair. And to to that end, 
Tasha, perhaps that uh, versus saying perhaps women prefer to be lied to, uh, it might be more apropos to say that they prefer to be comfortable. And in preferring comfort, they'll accept lies if that aids their comfort. Can you give me an example of maybe a lie? I'm I'm really interested. I you see you over. over you here. are really because, you know, I'm taking truth, this in. Yeah, I'm a truth okay. seeker. So for me, it's important that you don't tell me a lie because I will draw. I don't care how you how you dress it. Yeah, but are you looking at it as overall? Or are you just taking it personal? It's looking I'm at it from a personal from a, I'm trying standpoint. To actually, gain understanding. Okay. So what I'm saying is, I can imagine that someone would prefer you to lie to them as, as opposed to telling them the truth, and they really want to build with you. I am I am baffled. How can I build with you, build a, a true trusting relationship with someone if they're going to lie to me and they're not going to show their complete self? Even if their complete because self... some of it becomes to be accepted. Some of it, and, and this, this is sort of what I was uh, alluding to on the blog that I wrote. And you know what, I'm going to send it to you. I would uh, love to, to read, read that. Me too. But, but to um, back to my, I asked you for an example. But give me an example of how you dated a woman and she wanted, you felt that, I mean, if, if this is not um, applicable, let me know, but you felt that she wanted you to lie to her. Well, for starters, here's, the adage, here's one of the adages that I use in the blog. I said, there's an age-old adage that says, men will be men. Another adage being, uh, just take care of home. Uh, another adage that I used was just don't bring me just don't bring home something that I can't get rid of and are you saying that these are I'm asking for an experience because I hear that all the time too but that can go from both both sides from men and women I'm specifically because I want to paint this picture here because if a woman, okay. because women actually get very enraged and they may stay for whatever reason they decide to stay, mm-hmm. but they're not happy to be lied to. They, they weren't saying what Nikki Giovanni said. And so I'm trying to understand if you can give me, I'm, I'm aware of all of that. Give me an example of where you felt that your woman at the time wanted to be lied to. Me personally, mm-hmm. here's the thing. Me personally, I don't subscribe to the notion that Nikki Giovanni put forth. I get it. I understand it. I, not that I necessarily agree with it. I just understand it. And if that is the perspective that some women may operate from, I can see that being true. And to feed that over into the blogs that I wrote, like you, you mentioned, maybe the verbiage should be different. Maybe it's not so much they enjoy being lied to, but they definitely enjoy being comfortable. And if being comfortable means there's going to be some untruths that aid in that comfort, then so be it. And they'll deal with it. They might not be completely happy with it, but they'll take it. They'll deal with it because it's always uh, a more overarching purpose. Right, and I think another, a deeper point to that with Nikki Giovanni, to me, if she was truly asking for him to basically don't displace your anger, 
Yeah. Right. So yeah. It, it, yeah. if that's what you're saying, because that's not what I read it as. We all it's like the Bible. We all have different interpretations. interpretations. Yeah. Why wouldn't she, as a respectable woman, say, hey, babe, treat me as a person. Treat me with loving a loving hand. Treat me with respect. Why would she say lie to me? That's the I mean, my brain just I'm sorry, guys, but my brain is like, why does she correlate? If, if what you're saying, uh, if what you're saying, um, Willie, is that that she's really asking to be loved and treated with respect and hey, babe, don't bring anger home. Treat me with a, a loving hand. Why would she relate that to lying to her? I can only assume that the reason being perhaps from personal experience that the coping mechanism causes it to come out that way. It, it like after after relationship after relationship after relationship where you don't get the whole of whoever you're with because it's drained by the rest of the world. And I, I don't think it was as she was speaking, I don't think it was just so uh, say the corporate world or the professional world, it was just her as a black woman seeing that black men are beat down, subjugated to all types of mess, and then they have to come home to the black woman, and that's what frustration gets taken out of. And, and that should be said for the man. I mean, that to me, women, that's the problem I have is that women are constantly giving men passes but i do i, I want to go really quick i'm sorry nika uh you said that yeah you agree to the notion not really what uh willie was saying mm-hmm. but yours were your to me was that truly the women that you have dated in the past have actually wanted to be lied to not so much from a, a metaphoric standpoint but truly wanted to be lied to do you care to share some stories on that because i'm interested to to hear how you perceived it as lie to me baby Okay, so what I'm, what my experience is, it's not so much as them saying I want to be lied to, but um, in the respect of me telling them exactly how I feel and then it being just like shut down, like, no, you don't. You don't mean that. You know, that's not how you really feel. And it's like, I'm straight up telling you the truth. Mm-hmm. So for you to take my truth and then it turn it into your truth, it's like, you must want me to lie to you then. You want mm-hmm. me to say that I'm okay? You want me to say that I'm happy? You want me to say these things? Because, you know, that's going to cause other issues in a relationship. I'm flat out being completely honest with you. That's why I feel like in that respect I can understand because the more honest you be, the more honest I was with them is the more in denial they were. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm agreeing with as far as lie to me. And see, to me, I can, I've, I've witnessed that and experienced that, what you're talking yeah. about. But that, to me, was rooted in the male's ego. He would, um, he was actually contributing, um, well, it was it's, it was his ego. He was saying, okay, I attribute the time that we've known each other for all these years. Mm-hmm. There's no way in hell right. that you could feel da 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 Because we've known each other for this many years. We've been through so many things together. There's just no way you can right. arrive to this point. Um, so I understand that. But that, that I didn't take that as a lie to me. I took it as he. it was rooted in his ego. And so I there's think some it, different, there's some things going on, which is great conversation because interpretation is everything. You're taking that phrase and you're just being very specific with that phrase. Literally. You're like, very, yeah, like very literal, like lie to me. Nobody's going to sit there and be like, lie to me she said that. and want you to tell well, a bold faced lie. Said that. To Nathan's point, 
so that um, Nika can understand it and the listeners too. Let me play this clip. It's about a minute long. I just want to... Yeah, I just want to play it really quick. All right, here we go. If I love you, I can't lie to you. Of course you can lie to me. And you will. If you love me and you're going off with Maddie someplace, you're lying to me. Because what the hell do I care about the truth? I care if you're there. But Billie Holiday say, hush now, don't explain all right, I accept that. Of course. Of right, course you lie to me. Because I don't even want to care. What, what does the truth matter? And why are you going to be truthful with me when you lie to everybody else? Exactly. You lied when you smiled at that cracker down the job, right? Lie to me. Smile. Treat me the same way you would treat him. I can't treat you the must. Way I treat him. You must. Because I've caught, the, I've caught the frowns and the anger. He's happy with you. Of course he doesn't know you're unhappy. You grin at him all day long. You come home and I catch up because I love you. I get least of you. I get I get the very minimum. And I'm saying, you know, fake it with me. Is that too much of the black woman to ask of the black man? For 10 years, so that we can get a child on his feet that says, yeah, father smiled at my... That was um, a clip from, I'm sorry, Nikki Giovanni and uh, James Baldwin. I, I, I'm, I, I'm still... Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know about that one. 
I have no words. It, to me, it's not. It's it's almost living in the facade. It's deeper. It's, like, than, it's, it's deeper it's than, deeper than deeper a lie. Than it's deeper than a lie. <laughs> it's deep. It's it's it seems like it's rooted in insecurity. It's yeah. rooted in. Um, uh, it's rooted in. It, it's just like I'm disturbed. That was by, by far on a whole nother level. I am very disturbed by what <laughs> she's saying. I mean, he, in his facial, you guys couldn't see his facial expression. He's like, I can't lie to you. I love you. What? So it's a deeper. It's deeper than that. Well, how about some therapy on communication, effective communication? Why is it that it has to be? And I understand the time during that time, so race was prevalent, blah 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 blah, and all that good stuff. So I won't even co- I won't even uh, comment on the race part, but the fact of the matter that you even get to the point that you're desperate, right. and you say, "Just lie to me, just let's get let's get our son on his feet uh, to to say that daddy smiled." How about we go to to family therapy first and learn how to communicate effectively and lovingly and and and, re, and using respect and to like, go to go further than that like the things that she was saying like you know that he's putting on a facade for work why can't you own the fact that he's giving you his real self at home mm-hmm. that's who you fell in love with you didn't fall in with love with a facade so I don't understand re- really me. where me. she's coming from with that and I, really I respect don't. her work but I cannot respect that yeah, honey it makes no I sense I cannot respect so much that I'm like what when I saw this clip wow I mean I was just like if I let you let little women little girls listen to this are you crazy here's my understanding of it though you know while it may not be something to you know assert definitely and clearly not agree with this is what she asserted is a harsh reality for many. Mm-hmm. Like it or not, it's a harsh reality for many. And this is whether we call it a facade, whether we call it liking to be liked, whether we call it staying in a, a comfort zone. A lot of relationships, and I'm talking about long-lasting ones, mm-hmm. are built on a lot of bravado, fabricated, you know, images and status and facade and things that really aren't sustainable, but people have grown accustomed to working to sustain that. Right. Sustaining an image. It's now built into the fabric and the inner workings of keeping up a relationship. Or even the definition of what a true relationship is. Mm -hmm. You are absolutely correct with that. And just... And just because that is that's been embedded in the fabric doesn't mean that we can't break that cycle. Because if we're talking about truth, and we're talking about reality, and we're talking about happiness, and we're talking about all of these things, there is no way that we can possibly reach truth and happiness if we allow ourselves to continue to be slaves of an image or slave of a facade. And I guess this is so disturbing to me because no matter what, you may think you want to be lied to. 
You may think you want to receive a, a smile when the, when your man or your woman is feeling angry or feeling unhappy. You don't want to hear the issues. You don't want to deal with the problems. You just want to get a cool old smile. You may think that's an easier route, but you're not building with this person. So this person Am may, I? and in humans yeah. need to build with people. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're very tribal folks. So we're gonna find a way to build with someone else. And then that leads on to cheating. cheating. Yeah, I was getting ready to say that we were on the same wavelength. Yeah. And then somebody and, and else is like getting said, somebody else is getting the real. You're not wrong. You're not it's wrong. not about. Uh, let me let me just wrong. stop you really quick for this conversation and any conversation. I'm not. It's not about for me being right or wrong. It's just gaining understanding. Right. So I'm not. Yeah. I, my difference of opinion with you isn't um, about being right or wrong. It's just. It's just gaining understanding. For me, I'm passionate about the truth. I know. So I, um, I get that, and that's 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 sort of kind of what I was, I was getting at. Because my thing is, yeah, you're you're, you're not wrong. I agree with you. You won't get the truth, but I I think the people have been conditioned enough to where they'll settle for what they believe is some form of happiness in that form of relationship. Good, bad, otherwise. Now, my next question off of that then would be, so how how do you work on breaking that? How do you work on breaking such a condition? I mean, I just said it. Therapy. Like, first of all, you have to be willing to accept truth, to change in anything. So whether mm -hmm. that's changing professionally, personally, is accepting what's real, accepting reality. And unfortunately, there are a lot of people who are delusional, who <laughs> really truly are stuck in their own uh, perception of, of life. Mm -hmm. um, and then there's others that just, you know, the delusion is that they, um, they're in denial. Denial is, is different from delusion. So, um, that goes according to like ignorance is bliss. Yeah. When you don't want to know, you just want to live in your moment and your you happiness. You can't be held accountable. You, yeah. You it's... can't be held accountable. Um, so, I mean, the first step is always acknowledgement. I mm -hmm. mean, that's in anything that you do, AA, uh, <laughs> I know Food Anonymous or Obesity Anonymous, oh. anything when you're dealing with a, an addiction, um, the, the first step is always the acknowledgement part. So I would think that if there's a problem where we have these, uh, this cyclical perception of relationships or, or, or loyalty, when we talked about truth versus loyalty, mm -hmm. this is really prevalent in relationships, particularly long-standing marriages from back in the day, quote unquote, you know, it's like, it, it's all, it, it's, it appears to always look good that we've been married for 25 right. years. And my question to both is, are you happy? Right. Or are you just content? And, and you like, know what? The funny thing is, a lot of people that have been married for extensive periods of time, they're, 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 we've been happily married. Yeah. And they almost, have coasted almost, for about 20 of those almost, years. Go ahead, say that again, almost. Nika. <laughs> say that again, Nika. <laughs> they have coasted for 20, mm -hmm. most like 20 of those years. Like, Absolutely. really, though. And, and that's, that's, what I was, that's what I was going to say. Uh, right off of that face or surface statement, the next thing to be, well, we done had our hard times, and that's probably the more truer statement than we've been married for happily for 25 years. You get me? But it's become a condition to where they expect it, to where even perhaps before they ever got married, they had been told or taught that, yo, 
it's not going to be peaches and cream. There's going to be this. There's mm-hmm. going to be that. There's going to be lies. There's going to be deception. There's going to be blah, blah, blah. But you stick it out because it's a conditioning. And this is how it's supposed to go. So is the answer no, to live a... it's not supposed to go that way. So is the answer to live a polyamorous lifestyle? <laughs> mm, I don't want that responsibility. That's, but, that's, but let, that's let me just—that's up and above my pay grade. I was being cheeky. Go ahead, <laughs> Let me just go off of that truth thing, like, and I'm gonna just say this, like, me being a, a lesbian woman that's out of the closet, if you will, that truth thing means a lot to me in a relationship because the hell that I had to go through to come out, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm and deal with everyday life and my children and my family and all those things. Like I cannot, it's a big deal. I cannot be with someone who's not living in their truth because why would I be content and happy in mine and you're playing a role in yours? That means that I can't live my truth being with you. So I don't understand how anyone will want to be in a situation where they feel that they want to be lied to or not get the whole person or the real person because if you're coming in real and whole and truthful and in your truth, it's just un- it's, it's, I don't understand how you can want someone else who ain't bringing the same thing to the table. It's right. always going to be problems. Right. They're not going to re- they're not going to appreciate how real you are. They're not going to appreciate you telling them the truth. They're not going to even recognize it because they're so busy living in their faults. Right. And then, I mean, and it all goes down to self. I mean, we talked about this a lot. This is a topic that um, pretty much resonates with me about self love and just self. Right. The idea and the notion that you can 100% love all of your flaws and love all of your yourself mm-hmm. and just accept who you are, but know that there's room to grow. Right. And I think that there's a lot of people who I, I, I just not I don't I don't subscribe to that people aren't aware. I think people are fully aware, <laughs> except for if you you know you, you have, have mental some kind issues, of, yeah, mental yeah. issue where you're not aware. You know, then you're unable to right um, be conscious of it's beyond you. Yes. So for me, I think people are fully aware. When mm-hmm. when I when I talk to the most arrogant person, and if I just brush them off, I'm like, oh, this person is so arrogant or cocky. But when I go a little bit deeper, there is always some a lot, not some, a lot of insecurity. Their their arrogance is rooted in insecurity. Mm-hmm. So their seeds of arrogance is planted in a bed full or a garden full of insecurity. Right. And so when I talk to people who are just just like annoying or just, um, and I don't mean annoying in a uh, just bugging you way, but just annoying personality where they're so unaware of of what they do and how they come across to people or or they think they know everything. Like, I know this, I'm da, 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 mm-hmm. like, and it's <laughs> like, are you aware that you always want to be right? Mm-hmm. Are you aware that, and then a lot of times people, I think that they truly are aware, but they don't know how to fix it. So not or they, knowing how to fix it is like, oh, crap. Or they've been getting away with it. Yeah, or they've been getting away with it. Because, like, even when I try to bullshit you, you'd be like, girl, and I'd be, like, just laughing because right. it's, like, caught. I mean, you got to know that you've been bullshitting, and people allow you to bullshit, you're not going to stop. Right, people are going to treat you the way that you want to be treated. Yeah. And that's why sometimes when people talk to me or they interact with me, I've been through a lot. I've been through a lot of self-evaluation, a mm-hmm. lot of just turmoil in my tra- childhood that I have overcome. And so when people say, you're just so sure, I'm very sure. Mm-hmm. Not because I am 
the bomb or because right. I'm smarter than you. It's just that I, I had a very unhappy, uneventful childhood, meaning mm-hmm. I wasn't happy. I didn't do the things that a lot of children do um, that occupied their time, mm-hmm. having fun with their right. friends, blah, 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 blah. I spent a lot of times time crying, praying, being in misery. And so right. you had to live in that, it. Yeah. You, you get to a point where I don't want to live like this no yeah. more. So you start reading, you start self-evaluating, you start therapy. You just, at least I did. I don't know what the end result for other people is. So I say all that to say it starts with, it starts at home. The home is, is you. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. if you want change, you have to, like Michael Jackson says, it's the man in the mirror. Mm-hmm. It starts Absolutely. with the man in the mirror. Right. And I agree with that. You, you can't I, go around asking someone to lie to you or asking someone to even treat you. Um, the way they treat somebody on the they outside. They treat somebody on the outside yeah. and you know no, that this person that's is not the, Right. <laughs> no, that's I crazy. Agree, but I, don't, I, don't think that, I don't think that everybody is fully aware some people are just innately self-aware. Like, you, you need to appear to be innately self-aware. And that's dope. That's that's part of one of the things that makes you awesome. I don't well, think thank that you. Every, <laughs> I don't think that everybody, I don't think that everybody is self-aware. And I think, I don't know if it was you or Nita that was saying that uh, people sort of kind of uh, glorify it glorify those things in you so you keep going to mm-hmm. the point where it furthers that your unawareness of self. You know, because you, you do something and you get rewarded for it or you get praised for right. it and you start to think, oh, well, yeah, this is how, this is a good trait that mm-hmm. I have when it very well may not be. I don't. I don't think that everybody is. So you don't think aware. that that at that some point at some point in in everyone's life they get checked. You don't think that, and sometimes because even this particular person in knee, you know who I'm talking about. Sorry mm-hmm. if I call my sister Nika knee. I'm talking about Nika, <laughs> but this person in our life is fully aware. Now, I for a long time I thought, okay, this person has to be delusional, whatever. But this person gets checked on it all the time, mm. from kids, from adults. So it's now okay. it's a it's not a matter of you not knowing. It's a it's a matter of you not accepting. And even in that notion, I can't believe that you don't know. No, but even in that I, instance, I, that person knows that. He has some people he can go to that's going to just tickle his fancy or that person's fancy or agree with them or just say stuff just to get them off the phone, get, get them to be quiet. He has those people in his life that are just going to let she. him. Yeah. You're not going to just say. But, you know, you say he only. just whatever. Right. But that's going to make what he's doing OK. Like feed into it. You know right, what I mean? But, that's, but my point wasn't that. I'm not arguing your point right. that people oh, so you okay, away with gotcha. it. I, I'm good with that. I know okay. people get away with it. My point in which I'm saying is that they're never right. they've never been told or checked oh, yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I disagree yeah. with that. I, I agree I, I disagree that they are not aware of how they have treated people, whether it was one person who said it to them or a million. I I think what that is is they may be aware that someone or multiple people may have a perception 
perception of them. No. But what they'll do, cute. That was cute. They'll say, "Oh no, there's something wrong with that nigga. There's something wrong with him." If you if think X Y and Z about me, no, because mm-hmm. I'm X Y, I'm so and so. I'm, you know what I'm saying? And you projecting that much. Projecting that much. I mean, yeah. if you are, if you think that people yeah. see, the thing is, maybe I am giving people more credit, but I I, I think that the brain and when we take our emotions, we take our mental and our spiritual, right? And if you say that you're a spiritual being, mm-hmm. there and that means consciousness. Mm-hmm. So there is no way you could tell me anything. You could tell me, oh yeah, shit, this person did this, 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 mm-hmm. whatever, whatever. And I can say, oh yeah, whatever, whatever. <laughs> but when I hang up that phone, I know that girl crazy, right? Or that dude crazy, right? Right. right. So the same way that my brain has p- computed the craziness and insanity that you are spewing is the same way when you sit with yourself, you sit in that mirror and you laugh at yourself and say, I'm crazy as hell. Okay. Like, cause, cause could be, there is no way unless you are living truly in a box where let's take the, let's take the negative, uh, character trait of arrogance, brought up arrogance. Let's take that. I know a plethora of people who you tell them a million times, several people, yo, you're arrogant as hell. You, you, you need to start, you need to check yourself on that. You need to check yourself on that. And I, I can go with you to say as far as when they're at home, when they're, you know, sitting in the dark or looking in that mirror, that they like, can I hear Can I really... They might even say it a little bit deeper than that. I can't possibly be arrogant because I have low self-esteem. I can't possibly be arrogant because I am, you know, I don't have self-respect or self-worth. Like, they're aware. (laughs) I I think they they may ask themselves that question. I don't think they ask. They know. (laughs) <laughs> I don't, I don't, I, but see, that, that's, that's where we're different because I don't, I don't think they, they, some, I don't think everybody knows. Some do, sure. I, I think there are some people, though, that are like, nah, nah. They, they, they lift themselves in the eyes. They lift themselves in the mirror. And they resoundingly come back with, nope, there's something wrong with them. It's not wrong with me. It's something wrong with them. All right, we're going to agree to disagree. Speaking from experience, I feel like, nah, they know. Because there's plenty of times that I've picked and choose who I'm going to tell stuff. Like, as far as even with my my sister Unique, like, I know calling her, I better come correct or I better be prepared to get the truth. So if I want the truth, I'm going to I'm gonna go to Unique over here. But if I want somebody to feed into this bullshit and carry it on with me, I'm going to call mm-hmm. Joe Blow over here. But I know that this is some bullshit. I know it. I know it is. But at this time, I, I want to carry it on and I, I, I want to feel better about my bullshit. Mm-hmm. So I'm calling these people over here. And that, that, that works for you and it works for Unique because you guys have that level of self-awareness. But I think that works for everybody. I think that I, there are I people... I don't think that it does. I, I definitely I do because people wouldn't get mad. If people truly were arrogant and really thought that they were the shit right. and really thought that they were truly subscribed to I live above everybody else and everybody else the dodo birds, truly the essence of what arrogance is when we read in that Webster dictionary, then they would not get upset 
about someone coming to them and questioning if they have um, a, a certain t- skill set or if or someone doubting X, Y, and Z. If you ever dealt with an arrogant person. They be so calm. They, they uh, Say that again. They be calm and be like, oh, I got this. You're doubting me? Right. Like, I, I don't right. understand why right. somebody, if somebody really, truly felt like they were arrogant, who you want to argue with me? <laughs> How dare you and, question and, me? And, 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 the, and the idea and that that, that, that even happens? Nika, that right there, it's, it's not that they're offended that you, you sort of kind of like torn them off this self-made pedestal. It's the new words to say, how dare you, you, Dion, <laughs> peasant, person beneath me, try to tell me the greatest about whatever. That's where the offense, that's where the, the, the coarseness may come from, I, I, I believe. You know, and again, like you say, yes, some people, some people do, you know, they sit and try to mask that insecurity with the arrogance. Yeah, but I, I truly believe that some people, they, they just don't see it. I, I, I believe I know some of those people. Yeah, we're, we're gonna have to agree to disagree on this one. Yeah, I agree, me. Because we better go around and around and, <laughs> and around. around in a circle. Yeah, I, I, and then I just want to say, if you're just to- joining us, um, we are inside the weekend updated uh, with Unique and Nika and. So so in the building, baby. So so Willie, so so. Um, and so um, we're just let we're doing a less talk to. Um, and so. Yeah, I agree with Nico on this point of like we're gonna go talking in circles yeah. because technically it's all pretty much, it's not a fact. Uh, right. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I'll, I'll you know after it's the experience. show we'll we'll go in and do. I'll do some research on if there's ever been any um, you know research done on those who are arrogant. I'm. I mean, I've read things of that nature, but I don't know the percentage of. Mm-hmm. So I can't use some, most, and all. Mm-hmm. But um, right. I can just go off experience, and I just don't. I never. I'm really. I'm really big on dealing with character and the core. I speak about the core a lot, like somebody's core. Like I could deal with somebody who has a great core, an honest core, but they're always forgetful. They don't remember my birthday. They don't call me as much and all that stuff. I could deal with their core. Mm -hmm. Then somebody who has a responsible behavior, they're responsible, they're on time, they're this, but they have an evil core that they hide. And so I deal with the core of people. And so I ask questions that are a little bit, non-surfaced when I'm dealing with people and if you can't answer them um or I may you know go there with you and I can tell truly who people are Mm -hmm. like because it's it's very important for me to connect with people using a bond Mm -hmm. and so that's how I pretty much you know uh deal with individuals if if you right and so most of the people that I've come in contact with with the arrogant part that we talked about they're, everyone has an insecurity. So that's that's the thing. Everybody has vices. Everybody has stuff that they struggle with. Right. Everyone has um, has it, has insecurities. Mm-hmm. It's what you do. Do you embrace those insecurities? Right. Excuse me, and pair yourself with other people who are, have strengths in the in your weaknesses, or do you mask it with you know arrogance and delusion and all those other things we <laughs> we chatted about? Um, something I do want to jump back on. Um, Last week we had talked about polyamorous lifestyle and I realized that we wanted to talk to somebody who lived in that and we were talking about in the Western culture, but it's illegal. Legal, yeah. So I was looking it up. I'm like, oh, God dang it. It's illegal, particularly polyandry is illegal in all states. Um, And we talked about polyandry being 
um, one one woman and several heterosexual men. I wanted to ask you, so so could you see yourself in a, <laughs> in that kind of uh, relationship with one woman being a polyandry relationship? <laughs> You're not going to believe this, but, um, somebody tried to pull me in one of those. Oh, do tell. Right. <laughs> yeah, but, um, I didn't, first off. I was had it a marriage or just more of just, uh, her dating multiple people? Because it wasn't a marriage, well, was it? No, um, she was married, and she had several other guys. And they were knowing of each other? Uh, now, here's where the story gets good. And this this is this is why I have to cut the side eye on a lot of people who get to talking about polyamorous relationships, polyandry, polygamy, whatever. Uh, she made the claim that she lived the polyamorous lifestyle, poly and poly something. <laughs> You know. Probably want a cracker. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, a lot of times, from that experience, without going too far into detail, well, one, I say, no, it didn't last long. Two, um, a lot of people, they try to use these terms mm-hmm. to cover up the fact that you were a side piece. See, that's that's the different. That's not a poly. She was not trying to bring you into a poly. She just little Tatiana, Tatiana. She (laughs) She wanted her cake and eat it too. Right. That's that's easy to find somebody to talk to. She had a side, though. But that's that's my commentary. In this culture, it's hard to gauge whether this is somebody who truly believes in polyamory. Or because it's somebody who wants a little something on the side. It, it's become a conversation that's, you know, sort of kind of in vogue, sort of niche. And, you know, it makes for a nice little buzzword. And it just sounds better than saying you're cheating on your guy, you're cheating on your girl, or you got a side dude, or you got a side chick. It just sounds better. But no, I don't think people even really understand the ramifications of what these poly lifestyles really entail. Not only that, um, what people don't realize is the basis of most of these relationships are religion and spiritual beliefs. Right. So they they just, like you said, is taking the core of it all out of it just to say, oh, I want this, I want that, my cake and eat it too. But this this is really, these people are really like into their spiritual and religious belief. They they don't want to deal with other people unless they believe the same things. Mm-hmm. So it's not just some right. p- fly Sex. by night pick up. Right. Yeah, it's not that. It's like, no, this is some religious or spiritual thing, connection that you guys have and you feel like you can add on to your family. Like, it's really deeper than the surface and I don't think people quite understand that mm-hmm. or take the time yeah. to even read about it well let let's um we're going to take a quick break um and if anyone has some final words for that uh topic we we can go right into it but i want to talk about forgiveness when we get back um and if you're just joining us you're listening to uh weekend updated right here on blackberry soul radio with your girl unique and nika and all right so keep it locked we'll be right back
Happy Saturday and welcome back. You're inside the weekend updated with Unique and Nika and right here on Blackberry Soul Radio. Um, and I didn't know if anyone had any final thoughts on the poly lifestyle. We, before we took a break, we were talking about um, polyamorous lifestyle. But looking at it, Nika, you made a great point about the religious aspect and mm-hmm. spiritual connection uh, that so many people, particularly in the United States, right. miss. Mm-hmm. They're looking at the, the sexual um, part of it. So anybody before we move on, because I do want to get into this forgiveness that this has been on my heart for a minute. I think you can keep uh, it moving unless you have something, Willie. Uh, well, no, just to take you back on what Nico was saying, uh, people just don't understand the full ramifications of what these poly lifestyles are about. Mm-hmm. I know I get asked oftentimes, you know, would you like to be in a, a polygamous relationship? <laughs> and my answer is a resounding fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> Right. I, you know, I love women. I love black women specifically. Me too. I could only deal with one. I, I, I love change. you. <laughs> but you know, I could only be, I could only deal with one. I, I on, on that level, I could only deal with one at a time. So yeah, <laughs> right. I don't, I don't, I don't need all that extra. I know a friend of mine. He um, he's married. He's been married for a while. He's like, man, look, I got a wife and two daughters. Ain't no way in hell I'm trying to have another one. Right. So I, I want to um, move on to forgiveness because I've been trying, I've been doing some some writing and, and kind of reading on forgiveness and what it truly means. So first I want to start off, what is forgiveness from your perspective, Nika? And then, uh, well, you, you gave me that little look. Because <laughs> I well, really haven't thought about it. Okay, well, well, let's let's let uh, the man of the hour uh, <laughs> answer that first. Um, Willie, so, so what do you think forgiveness is? My experience leads me to believe that forgiveness is truly letting go of the hurt. And what does that so, look like? trying to develop that picture yeah 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 i mean that's that's honest right i'm still trying to develop because for me um when i think about forgiveness right and i'm thinking about again knowing who i am and how i respond to things and people say things like oh this person is your family this person Mm -hmm. is your best friend for so many years you gotta let that stuff go and i don't subscribe to that because the only life that i have to live is my life Mm -hmm. and no one can live that And so because I have to live this life, I got to be completely happy and I got to be like, you know, loving it and enjoying my life. And Mm -hmm. I can't subject myself to misery, which could be the energy of other people. And so when I think about forgiveness, um, when people say, oh, it's more about yourself, I completely agree with you with the whole letting it go. And sometimes to me, letting it go means truly letting Letting that person go. That means you cannot be in my life anymore. That doesn't mean that I haven't, I'm still harboring feelings. It just means that, I'm protecting me because you as a person hasn't changed. And so having this interaction with you will take me back to old times. Right. Um, and so because I'm only human, it may trigger something. It may, may not be the first time we interact mm-hmm. and you say something slick or whatever we, we you do, your, your flaw. Um, and it may not be the, the third time, but that fifth time, where it has built up and you can no longer walk on eggshells and it blows up 
and you find yourself starting that cycle again. Right. And you may even, it may trigger you to, to, to some other bad behaviors. Like if this person was, you know, a parent and you gained a drug problem or, or uh, a food addiction mm-hmm. or whatever, and you went through therapy to really cope with your childhood. Right. And then now you say, okay, I forgive them. I don't have any negative feelings. And then you allow them back in your life. And it just kind of resurfaces um, those old feelings resurface and it kind of digs up some of those old nasty monsters that yes, I went through therapy for, but you're also only human. Yeah. That, that's what, uh, that's where I think about it like this. Like how, how often are you supposed to, or forgive the same person for the same kind of things? I feel like too much forgiveness will lead to insanity mm. because mm. you're making the same decision to forgive the person where you know they haven't changed you went through the change you went through the therapy you mm-hmm. fixed yourself however they're still not fixed so why would you continue to want to have a and relationship in this fixed. person but you you're cope. cope yeah you're, you can cope right but why would you continue to allow this person to come back and do the same things it's like take people as they are or leave them where they stand because you're going to go insane eventually doing this quote unquote forgiving mm. And me, I haven't really thought about what forgiveness looks like because I get over stuff so quick. So it doesn't it doesn't like bother my life on the surface because I'm just like, whatever, man, I'm over it. But are you truly over it? I don't know. I haven't I haven't mm-hmm. I haven't had that conversation with myself. I really haven't. Nikki, you brought up a good point. Um and, and this is I'm sitting here thinking about it. I I know on some levels, uh, the issue of forgiveness winds up being when I go back and I replay a situation and I say to myself, you know what? It just wouldn't let me. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, I was pissed about what was said or done. I, I felt hurt. I was offended or whatever the case may be. But in the grand scheme of my life and my growth, it's not that deep. Mm-hmm. And from there, it's like, okay, is this a person that I just generally don't want in my life? Are, are they going to be adverse to my growth? Mm-hmm. If the answer is no, but not, it's like, but not to cut you off, not even adverse to your growth, but if that mm-hmm. thing bothered you, mm-hmm. are the, the real question is, not even that deep of growth, but will you continue to subject yourself to to that behavior right. and then that feeling? Because remember, no matter what, like I can say that I forgive my best friend. She always forgets my birthday, right? Will I subject myself? I, I may say I accept her for mm. constantly forgiving my forgetting my birthday. However, right, I, it still bothers me every year. Yeah. So, so that's something real minor. That that's where the first part. Yeah, and I I, I get what you're saying. You're just using it as an example, but that that's where the first part comes in. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like whatever it was that your best friend did that was bugging you, or whomever did that was bugging you. You you say to yourself, you had that conversation with yourself. Is it really that deep? At least that this, this is as I'm thinking about it. This is sort of kind of the process that I go through because I have had to do a lot of forgiving. Uh, mine is like still a trap, so rarely do I forget anything. But when I think about, you know, 
that was really bold what he or she did. You know, that was foul. I wouldn't have did that to them. You know, I'm hurt by it. I'm offended by it. Then it's, well, all right. Is it really that deep, though? I, I know who this person is now. I know this this portion of their character when it comes down to whatever, X, Y, and Z. Is it really that deep for me to X them out of my life over? And then if I come to the conclusion, no, it's not that deep. Then I find myself being able to say, you know what, we can move past it. I, I can, you know, really, in the true spirit of forgiveness, you know, say, I forgive you, forget about it. Let's just move forward. Yeah, that's, wow. that's an easy thing. I'm talking to, yeah, and that's easy and that's cool because that's a that's still growth. But I guess what I'm saying right. about it is even with that, will you continue? Because this person, when you say you accept someone, that means you accept them as they are. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to p- punish you or right. whatever, but you're still allowing, yeah. you're still subjecting yourself because just because, right? Just because you forgive them doesn't mean it's not going to still hurt you. Yeah, I was about to say that. I was going to bring back the point of you saying about, for instance, if a best friend forgets your birthday. Oh, you might forgive them. Okay, whatever. But as soon as you see that best friend say happy birthday to somebody else, it's going to bring up some feelings again. So that's what I'm saying. So how much do you really forgive them? Right. That's what I'm saying as far as that forgiveness, what it looks like, because we talk about, yeah, I forgave them. Which is great, mm-hmm. but you also are still subjecting yourself to those emotions right. because we're human now. We are not robots where we can mm-hmm. say, okay, guess what? She does not mean that. Okay, that means great. Right. So don't get mad when it happens. Exactly. Okay, enter. And like, I, that doesn't I'm, happen. I've sort of, I've sort of kind of, maybe it's just uh, built enough a muscle because I've sort of come to uh, a point in life where if I'm, I'm at that crossroad, what winds up happening is, no, I don't have to cut you out of my life, but I never put myself in a position for you to go there with me on mm-hmm. that exactly. issue again. Right. right. So you eliminate the you. So you eliminate the possibility of that right. happening again. And so that's what. And and again, when I'm talking about, I'm just gaining an understanding from for forgiveness for okay. people. And we may just be talking it out too, where you know we're trying to gain understanding for it. I know at least for myself, because when I hear people talk about forgiveness in the surface standpoint, it's all um, particularly if they are um, spiritual or religious, they'll say, you know, God forgave, you should forgive. Or if I hear people talk about it in a family sense, it's like you only get one mom, only get one dad, so just just forgive them. So then that's easy easier said than done and that's more on the surface level so it's like so what do you mean by that it should i forgive the behavior or excuse rather the behavior but when you continue to subject yourself to it as nika said earlier you're you may be fixed quote unquote or you may have healed Mm -hmm. right that doesn't mean that wounds cannot be reopened or new room new wounds to resurface (laughs) okay and so you're subjecting yourself to it's like i know that fire is hot I'm not going to touch it. But then this whole forgiveness thing to me reads, if you're still allowing that person in your life, that you're still allowing fire to be burning and your hand to be placed in that fire. And then catch this, catch this. That person may not affect you that same way 
that they did the first time to get under your skin and you forgave them for. But the moment that they do something else stupid, you're going to be like, man, I should have just left you alone the first time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, it's so many different levels and, and issues yeah, that comes and with that. I think there are compartments that you can put folks in. And, and actually, why you, you touched on the issue of, you know, forgiveness from, say, a religious standpoint. Mm-hmm. There's something else that goes with that, though. It's not that you just go and you forgive them in your mind. There has to be that, that confrontation. There has to be the point in time where you say to them, listen, you hurt me. I was offended by this or that or whatever. And along with their that forgiveness, mm-hmm. there needs to be some contrition on their end. That all of that is within the process of forgiveness. So now, when, as Nika was saying, you see them do it again, now it's like, yo, you didn't mean it. Mm-hmm. You, didn't, you didn't mean it. We had this conversation. <laughs> you didn't mean it. You did it again. And you did it again. And you did it again. Now, at that point, where if you get to the point where you want to ask someone out of your life, it makes more sense. But I think me, it makes sense whether it's the first time or the second time. If you decide at, I just, I just want. I think, I think it, it goes according to the level too of the of, of the disrespect or the issues that you guys have. Sure. Because if you, sure. if I say you stole my boyfriend, or my girlfriend, or something like that, okay, please, you know that may not be as harsh to you as. Um, talking about an addiction you had or making fun of certain things that you know you struggle with on a day-to-day basis. So I feel like it's a, it's all, it goes according to the level too. If you I'm not willing to go through that again and again. I'm not I'm just not willing to do that. I, I I'm not willing to put myself through that or even think this can happen again. So forgiveness is truly it truly is about you letting mm-hmm. go of the anger. To me, as we as I hear you guys speak. It has nothing to do with the person. And so even having a conversation with the person is is irrelevant. Right. Because if that person says, well, I don't give a fuck, you know, it's like, well. Oh, it wasn't that serious. It wasn't that serious or this or that. So they they say, you know, they don't give a shit or or they portray a a position where they're not contrite. They don't understand. They're not willing to uh, not hurt you again. Then you know right off the bat what you got to do. Right. But I, I, can't, I, think, I think, that, think that at least if, if, if your desire is to forgive, you have to say, listen, I forgive you for this, but I need you to know that this hurt, and if we're going to move forward and you're going to remain in any capacity in my life, you can't do this again. I need you to acknowledge and understand this was wrong. This was hurtful. This mm-hmm. this offended me. Right. I guess if, if the it, if the if the end result is to keep them in your life, but right. if the end result relevant is to important. move on, I think that forgiveness is truly just about yourself. You mm-hmm. don't technically for some people they may not need that closure because um what when like Oprah said, when a person reveals themselves to believe you believe it. it. And so part of believing it is saying, you know what? This person, and again, it, like you guys both were saying, it depends on what they've done. There have been people that, a person that um, has a high rank in my life. However, I decided to leave this her alone because I realized that she's still stuck in her in her mess and her sickness and that although she carries 
I'm just going to say it, the mother title, I decided that I'm not here to fix her, right? I'm here to live my best life and, 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 and gain truth, which, which I've gained truth. But forgiveness is not having, for me, now that I'm listening to you, you all speak, is to not have any negative feelings, whether it's resentment, bitterness, mm-hmm. it's like, I, I'm, I'm good. Right. I am happy knowing that I have the answers that I need and that I need it mm-hmm. or, you know, my biological mother leaving me, um, at birth, I've been able to gain an understanding and even appreciate her honesty and have some empathy towards her life and her story. Mm-hmm. But it's still my right to say, Thank you so very much, right. but I will not allow you in my in my in my energy because mm-hmm. you're not right, right, right. And so I forgave her, but it has less to do about her. Now that I'm listening to this conversation, to me, it's it's more about me. And I didn't have to say that to her. I didn't have to say, oh, you know, I'm sorry, you know, because I don't want her. I don't think that she's at a stage to change, and for me to make her or even. Um, tell her that in order to be in my life, you've got to change is selfish of me. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, that's what I look at it. Like I, if a person's willing to compromise and to better themselves, you know, it has to be a willingness on their part. It can't be an, an, an um, alternative on my part. I can't give you an ultimatum. Right. Right. You know? And so to me that I'm listening to all of this, that's wrapped up in forgiveness that truly Forgiveness is about forgiving yourself for allowing yourself to be subjected to right. that situation, whether big or very tiny or small. Right. Forgiveness <laughs> truly is about forgiving yourself. Hundred percent. That's what that after listening to you guys speak, that's what I've wrapped it up to to become for me. For me, <laughs> I, I I have a, another question that came up. Um, as we were talking about this, and like you seem like a very mature um, adult. Uh, which I'm loving about particularly closure. So when you were talking about forgiveness and giving people that, um, that, you know, that consideration that, Mm -hmm. Hey, uh, you did this. If you want to be in my life, blah, 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 blah. Like I, uh, that's, that's pretty mature. So how have you guys handled when you have truly outgrown a person that perhaps you've known for eons, you know, it could be a childhood friend that you've known forever. 30s, 30 years, or someone that, you know, was a friend in general, or uh, whatever, a love interest. How do you, or how have you handled out truly outgrowing, meaning I have no ill feelings towards you, I'm just going in a different direction than you're going, and we just don't see eye to eye, because I truly believe that people are connected and some some people connect at certain points in your life like yeah. I'm probably not going to connect with the same person I knew when right. I was 10 years old especially if we haven't grown together and even if we have grown together some people grow to be this person right. some people grow to be that person right. so how have you guys dealt with outgrowing a person have you had that experience I left them where they were but I'm not saying that when you say you left them where they were, I'm not saying that this person did anything negative. Right. I'm just saying I left them where they were in my life. If they didn't grow with me or we was growing different ways, then that's just which way we went. So there was no conversation. Like if this person called and were like, hey, I want to hang out. Or this person is still what I'm speaking of is not that that. OK, I graduated high school. You graduated this. I graduated No, I know college. exactly what you I'm, mean. Yeah, I'm talking about this person is still actively wanting to be in your life. 
how have you handled when you've outgrown this person? You say you've left them where they stay and I need more. Did you, are you talking about that you just stopped calling well, them? If, Did you have a conversation with them? What does leaving them where they stand It mean? depends on what kind of position, I, I, where they fit in my life. Like if I feel like we've outgrown each other and we still, you still call and you still want to communicate, then I'll do it when I feel like it. I'm not going to make you a priority to speak to. I'm not going to put you, you know what I'm saying, on the same level as anybody else that I'm connected with at this part of my life. Why won't you have a conversation? Sure, we'll have that conversation. Yeah, no, sure, we will have that conversation. But, like, you know, but in life experiences, you can pretty much tell, you know. But, Mm -hmm. sure, I will have that conversation if this person just keep calling and I'm like, like, I'm going to tell you how I feel. But if you continue to to keep trying to push through, then I'll deal with you Mm -hmm. as I want to. Mm. If I want to. It's funny that you purchased this whole conversation by talking about how mature I was. And then you asked about closure and outgrowing, which is one of the most immature aspects of my life. Oh, wow. Uh-uh. <laughs> um, you just be like, bye, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one, one is, is sort of a, it depends on who we're dealing with. Uh, friends, you know, I've always associated with people who've had things going on in their life. Mm-hmm. So when it comes down to outgrowing, it's not really like there's a conversation or a, a turning point that occurs. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, you get in your bag, they get in theirs, and it just sort of kind of, you know, dissipates. You look up one day and you haven't talked to you know, you know, you talk to somebody every day for a year and a half, and then you look up and you haven't talked to them for six months, and mm-hmm. that's okay. You know, they've done so their how- things, you're doing yours, mm-hmm. and that's just what it is. So do you stop um, with this person? Do you Have you had feelings for this person, or do you care about this person? So what did you, how do you handle if you really, like, cared about this person? Like, hey, this person is a good friend of mine, and then you, but you, but you, have outgrown them in, in that capacity in which you guys used to engage. Do you just say adios amigos or like, how do you handle the emotional aspect of that? Well, there, there really isn't much of an emotional aspect to it. So all, so all of that outgrows, all of it. I mean, Hmm. well, I mean, that's the thing because when you're saying that you've outgrown them, that means you're in a different space emotionally mm. so the things that you you, you know connected mm. with them on they're not there anymore so it, it, it's not something that you have to cope with or or come terms with because you're in a different space see i kind of disagree because I, I have friends like a particular person that um actually a lot of the not a lot but quite a few people that i have known because i feel like i've matured a lot and so quite a few people that I've known that I've outgrown, meaning interests. I don't have this, I don't share the same interests as they do. We don't share the same commonalities, but I still care about them. Like I still consider them, like I have a, a heart for them. They're, they're, it's like, it's weird because it's like, then what do you define them as? They're not really your friend, I guess, mm-hmm. because I don't really want to hang out with this person. This person doesn't like to read and study like I do. This person has an, their own thing. And it's not even a bad thing. It's just that I went over here and did my own nerdy stuff. And they went over there and did their own cool cool thing. Mm-hmm. And 
but I don't like I haven't outgrown like I still I still care about him as a friend like you know it's like how do you you care about him as a person as a person yeah Not as a it's friend. like what do, what do you say you don't say friend yeah. you know you know um well to that end I I, I tend, tend to think that uh, we compartmentalize things because I'm sure you know even though you may have outgrown this person in one particular aspect which may take you in another direction uh, on some other level if you were to call and say hey how you been what's going on what's good or a thing or whatever the case may be that's cool it's just you know in certain aspects of your life you guys go your separate ways and I think you know, let's say our commonality, for the lack of a, I'm, I'm just off the top of my head, I don't know why I'm thinking about peanut butter or jelly right now. <laughs> but say that's your commonality. You guys bonded over PB&J. Mm-hmm. That was your thing. That's what made y'all ace bone cool, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you grow up and, you know, in, in the midst of you all bonding over PB&J to found out other things, other areas of commonality, so forth and so on. But you grow, and now you, you moved on from PB&Js, that's not your thing, you're on to something else, but you still have these other areas of commonality. So while you all don't have that core bond that you initially had or once had, mm-hmm. there's still other things that you, I mean, you can reach out. It, it's just the friendship just changes it, or, or it it's not as close as it was but it, it doesn't still add up to you know some ill will or that you completely asked them out of your life mm-hmm. or that it's even a, a, a intentional or purposeful thing because it's you, you just grow I mean you can't stop growing right. so you just do what you do right now, and I think that that's it it's 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 for me see it's always difficult for me to X out, and I think it's probably for anyone, when someone hasn't done you wrong, it's easier for me to be in a 15 year relationship with somebody and let them go if they did me wrong, they cheated on me, they lied to me or whatever, then it is for me, right, then it is for me to let somebody go that has done nothing to me and we've only known each other for two years, but I just have outgrown, like I went in another direction. I was going, I was in some kind of space when I first met this person and I'm over here and they're over there. So it's always difficult because, you know, it is a justification. As you said, it's a justification to be able to say, you know, you've done me wrong. Although there are some people that use that time as a way to, to justify why staying and forgiveness. Yeah, time doesn't connect, time doesn't make connection. No. Time just time, makes the years that, that you've known somebody. time doesn't heal everything. Yeah, you can know somebody all your life and have never connected. Right. As opposed to knowing somebody in a couple of months and connected on a lot of levels. So I, I don't like when people be like, well, I've known you for this many, that's why you should have your act together. Right. That's why you should know who I am. That's right. why you should know right. better than to do these things. But Facts. since you have not gotten there yet, Facts. I am over it. <laughs> right. Uh, to this and to that and hand, I think that uh, growing doesn't mean you know that they have to no longer be a part of your life right. it's just there are compartments there are levels to this there are times and places for everything so and, and that's yeah. where I think men are very delusional in because and I don't know if this is something that you guys are taught or see with mom and dad 
or taught in your friendships or your relationship with your your father or uncles. Um, but the fact that men can actually think that just because a woman has um, known you for so many years or, you know, I hear so many times, I have a lot of uh, male friends that perhaps at one point um, we dated or whatever that I'm completely over, mm-hmm. you know, where... Um, we just live in two separate spaces. You know, you live all the way up here on the top of the New England and I live down here. And for me that, you know, what is that saying? The, um, about making the, no, the making the heart. Yeah. Time, time makes the heart grow fonder. Is it time or space? Space, space. Yeah. To me, that makes it easier for me to get the hell over you. Yeah. You know? And so it's so interesting how so many men, I, you know, I've, I've dated a lot, um, platonically and I've had like in Chicago, I had quite a few, few boyfriends. It's like something about the Midwest men that I love. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was always yay, able to yay. find, yay. I was always <laughs> able to find a date. I mean, it didn't work out, but then we became friends. But one thing yeah. that was kind of the kind of the string in it all is that like men tend to not all, but or or qualify a relationship based on certain things, like more tangible things, time. Hmm. Um, Although many people say time isn't tangible, but meaning that you can, you can actually quantify it. Like I've known you for this many years and how could you do this? Or just in the day, yesterday you did this and blah, blah. It's like, you don't think that people can change like, or it's not even that people can change. It's that, that you get to a point where you grow like, I feel like women, some women, not all, I'm not going to give us all credit, but some of us spend a great deal in, in, in trying to figure ourselves out and who we are. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we get to a point where we're always trying to be better and grow, um, figuring out, oh, this relationship, how can we, you know, it's all about nurturing, right? And nurturing is helping to build and grow. And so when you look at your kids, when you look at whatever, whatever your situation, your finances, Typically, women are looking to grow based on intrapersonal, right? R- rather than like materialism. Mm-hmm. And so I find that men, even, and maybe, and I don't know, maybe you can offer some clarity. Men will say that they'll use these tangible things to qualify a relationship. Are oh, you going to throw, you know, 20 years away for this? And it's- Because time, I, I'm not a male, but I just feel like sometimes people could take time into their comfortability, like, I'm comfortable with you. We've been kicking it this whole time. We've been doing it this way this whole time. Now, if you're gone, he gonna have to do something different with the next person. It's not gonna be so simple. It's not gonna be so easy. It's not gonna be so comforting. Mm-hmm. He's gonna have to work for it. And, but my experience with men, they don't wanna work that hard sometimes. Mm-hmm for relationships. They wanted this to be like, okay, I did this, I got this, we have been together this long. That ain't all it is. And that's just me speaking from past well, experiences. Uh, here go my immature shit coming up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, nah. Uh, one, for, for what the tangibles that you're talking about, I, I don't think, well, one, I, I don't think it's gender specific. Okay. The, the, the concept of, you know, well, we've been together for X, Y, and Z amount of time, uh, and now you want to throw all of that away. I don't mm-hmm. think it's necessarily a matter of the actual amount of time. I think that for people who make statements like that, 
they feel like they've made an investment and it feels like mm. a waste of time. It feels like I, I've done all of, you know, we, we've mm. done all of this together and I've invested with the expectation that we're going to walk down this road forever. But and what now, what what goes I, I'm sorry. What well, goes on into a man's head for and I'm sorry that we're going back to relationships, but I'm trying to gain some understanding here, honey. But what goes on in a man's head for him to justify cheating or backstabbing or betrayal and, and they think that it's supposed to remain the same. Or not even that it's supposed to remain the same, but that, that that's okay. And then shame the woman because he feels like she's an investment or he made an investment. Like, what's the, what's the logic? Uh, that's low-hanging fruit. <laughs> <laughs> that's low-hanging fruit. Simple answer. One, uh, he wasn't trying to get caught. The, the simplest answer is usually the right one. First off, with regards to, say, him cheating, he wasn't trying to get caught. Well, not even, I mean, I'm using cheating as, I'm, I'm just saying, so basically, well, it's, it's because, like, it, what it, goes it on. It all two. Hmm? Repeat that? It all feeds in two. Okay. It all, it all feeds in two. You know, he, he wasn't, it, I mean, as an example, he gets caught cheating. He didn't mean to get caught cheating. That wasn't part of the plan. It just happens because women are the best detectives on the planet. But I guess what I was talking about, what Nika was saying was the comfort he's going to have to move on, blah, blah, blah. And to your point, I guess he was like, is the man happy in his relationship? But cheating is just kind of a pastime. Like, oh, it's just a <laughs> I love you. I, I've never I've never okay. been knowingly cheated on. So I've never had to have not, these conversations. Sometimes so. they feel not like you ain't going there. nowhere. They got this one stable and cover and secure. So she ain't going nowhere. So sometimes they, I think they, they get lax, lackadaisical and just be like, like I said, comfortable just out here. You know what I'm saying? Because they feel like well, their home is secure. Well, in, in this context, there's really only one reason to cheat. And I don't want to veer too far off on the cheating aspect. Yeah, you just so don't want to, you don't want your bros to, your bros to call you and be like, <laughs> no, uh-uh, no, no you no, didn't. No, no, uh, he don't want to give the tea. You sure don't want to get a tea. I'm going to get a little basic. I'm going to tea. I'm going to tea. Um, you know, in this particular context, there's only one reason to cheat, and that's greed. I mean, you could call it comfort, mm -hmm. but it's, it's greed. So you cheat because you figure, oh, she ain't going nowhere. I can go out and get X, Y, and Z. I can have my cake and eat it too, so to speak. Then you Do get people caught. really take people for bad like that? Yes. Have you ever taken a woman for bad like that? Have I ever taken a woman yeah, for said, bad like that? Yeah, she ain't going nowhere. I got her. <laughs> no. Not to that extent, but I have. Oh, God, I'm telling on myself. Mm -hmm. I have cheated on a woman. And right, but but the purpose you know, wasn't. No way! <laughs> a shocker! <laughs> a man cheated. To the core point that we're talking about, when that happens, it's just sort of a, a defense mechanism. Mm -hmm. Because now you're you're in danger of losing that comfort, and you're in danger 
in danger of not getting a return on invest. Mm-hmm. And it's your fault. So to deflect is sort of kind of just a, a defense mechanism. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, it's, it's, a, it's an act of desperation. Let me say whatever I can to at least attempt, you know, salvaging my investment. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But if, if, if you're asking about, excuse me, if you're asking about what the thought process behind it is, it's always, in general, about the return on investment, even if you mismanaged the investment. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Look at how you broke that down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Okay, well, I'm. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm now y'all gonna y'all gonna cover me when the bros kick me out of the boys club. <laughs> <laughs> we got you. We 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 definitely got you. That's that's an interesting right. perspective. I um, I you know. Okay, let me let me say this. Let me let me get your 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 male's perspective on this. Um, when what does it mean when a man? you meet somebody and he immediately clings on to you. I mean, in a way that's so unhealthy and you're like, yo, I'm not feeling you right now like that. Let's just get to know each other. And they're in, they're talking about like, I need you. I need your, I need to talk to you. I need, you know, I need to, I need you to be around and you're just kind of like, no. And then when you say no, they disappear and they come back again, and they try it over and over and over again. Because I've deduced it to sex. I've just said, okay, this person is just, is just about sex. But Nika was saying, no, it's it's not just sex. So from a male's perspective, what what is that? Uh, if sex or crazy? Once again, crazy. generally, the simplest answer is normally true north. It's just crazy than my That's what I agree. <laughs> crazy as hell. But, um, like truly also, that crazy how is that going to make someone want to have sex with you like it, you can't really think that being a bugaboo is going to turn somebody on but I think that men, a lot of men like to wear you out and think that you're going to say oh, okay sure come over See, I mean, I don't, I don't, I, 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 it's been a long time since appears, I dealt with a man I don't know because this person appears to be in the normal I mean they have a job they have a career look so, at Ted Bundy hmm, good point I mean, <laughs> There is a, a, a matter of persistence. I mean, and, and you you bring up they they try you and they're, they're persistent and you no 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 no, as Destiny Child was saying. Absolutely. And, and then they they dip off and then they come and they try it again. And the person you're talking about, they don't show any signs of being crazy. Deranged. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it may they just may really be persistent. They really may just feel you like that. No, that that's a sign of being crazy and deranged. If I'm keep like if I put, if I turn you down and then you get mad at me turning you down, then you come back again. It's like are you insane literally? It's it's levels to it. I mean, like I said, on surface, you know, depending on their approach and, and their manner and, and demeanor towards you, yeah, they might just be crazy as hell. Then you you tone it down a bit and if someone is ridiculously nice to you over and over and it's you know I unique Nika I just really you know I just want to be around you I just and, and it doesn't it doesn't seem at least 
tone, their demeanor doesn't seem, you know, like odd or like, you know, they take four or five pills a day. Hmm. It just seems like they're just truly persistent. Mm-hmm. Willie Soso, so, have you done this before? Are you speaking from experience uh, here? <laughs> have I? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I <laughs> yeah, I that. did. I, I did it in that. high school. I did, I did. There, there was a young lady that I really liked in high school. And I, I, yeah, I really liked her. So I tried and I tried again. Nothing, you know, crazy. Just doing a little shit just to show that I'm <laughs> a, a cool dude. You know, and she wasn't minding it. And Did you do it, it while you mean school. you worked at the high school or while you right. were in high school? No, I'm, just <laughs> no, I'm talking about literally in high school. I know, school. I know. <laughs> I mean, but we could chop that up to being young and dumb. In that well, sense. yeah, yeah. Okay. true, true, but it still flies. It still rings true. The same tactics were the eight eighty. So you still, you keep this you kept that fly. same energy in your adulthood is what you're saying. Well, that, no, that's I'm you calling you me. This. <laughs> so we're going to be saying a lot more of you on this radio show, huh? <laughs> you persistent, huh? No, no I mean, I, I did. Now, the funny part about that particular story is eventually it worked. Mm. And then I got to see who she was. And, and then it you was did. like, damn it, why did I waste all this time on this <laughs> That's a man for you. Oh you my god! You guys are so infatuated with the chase, the chase, and then the the just oh, no, what she you think. Up crazy the fancy. No. I mean the fancy. I mean yeah. the fantasy. <laughs> you, yeah. you you have this idea what this perfect person yeah. is, yeah. and women do it too. Women do do it. Um, but well, women, women do think do that they could actually make a person that way, make their man turn their man into their fantasy man, and a man thinks Absolutely. that the woman is the fantasy woman, and then. The woman might stay, but the man ends yeah. up dipping out. He'll find, like you were saying, this comfort. She ain't going nowhere. Then on, like I said last week, go to the left. One, make sure the that left secure. Leave the right. Go to the left. Realize okay. the left is full of crap. And yeah. da, 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 and somehow, well, why I feel like I'm a man now? Like you describing some things that I would probably do. I would. Oh, I probably have done correction. Wow. Correction. Right. I, I can't get down like that. It's too much managing. To another level of it, though. But then that because also goes you, back to that people want to be lied to. If I'm telling you now, we're in a relationship, okay, you want to sit here and you want to act like I, I didn't have that conversation? No, 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 but that's a different thing. I'm saying that I'm talking about managing this situation over here and saying, okay, I'm not happy. Cause I see a lot of men, like I have male friends and I have to tell them like, yo, I'm not talking to you just because like you're going through a situation. So here's my time to exit until that situation is done. Respect. Like they'll say, Oh, me and my wife, that, that's, that right there is a red flag for me to say, yeah, you and your wife. Hit me well, up yeah, when it's done. And you know, oftentimes women ignore those red flags. And that's when they end up in these situations. Mm-hmm. To the point that you were making about women uh, often, you know, they persist and thinking they can make a person. There's another level uh, to guys being uber persistent, though. And that is, they, they may be in the uh, business of manipulating. Because guys try to mold women into what they want them to be as well, oh. <laughs> you know, oh. and and you know it may be in in tough times. Not that I know anything about that. <laughs> they call mm. it breaking her. Mm. 
No, so I, what are you trying to mold me into? <laughs> You're not getting my spot, Willie Sosa. You're not getting it, okay? <laughs> no, I'm not trying to pimp nobody. I'm just telling you what it is. You know, and you know, it's just it's a, uh, it's a manipulation game. Mm. And you know, it, it comes off as you know, sweet you like the manipulation. And, and, I love when people think they so smart. I just love it because sometimes I'll feed into it, and in the back of my mind, I just I just wait to go in for the kill, and it just it just well, it just why, gives me so, so much, much joy. Time to deal with that. I absolutely hate mind games. I lo- I love it. I hate when people do. It's like I just want to cut you off. Like I don't have time. You deal with me person core to core. Because the 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 look on someone's face when they. <laughs> The look on their face, and most of the time, people will eliminate themselves once you pull their card. So you don't even have to go through the trouble. Yeah, I. I'm I'm usually one for just saying pass off the rip, and it just (laughs) goes downhill from that. Uh, Yeah, I can't deal with the 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 game of it. It, It's just like next, you know. Like I don't have time. If you're not willing to connect core to core, why waste time? It's not fun. So everybody that you talk to, you want to connect quarter core. Absolutely. You know, just see nobody sometimes and be like, oh, I, want, I would like to hang out with this person. Or it would be fun if we did X, Y, and Z. You look at a per- for a person for all of that. I look for, okay, if I'm just an, an acquaintance, cool. Mm-hmm. But typically what people do is they keep calling you over and over again, wanting to, excuse me, take up your time. <laughs> sure. So time is money. True. Right? True. Time is time is is valuable. You can't get that back. You so sure if can't. we're just dealing with each other like acquaintance, I'm not going to spend a lot of time with you. But mm-hmm. if you're wanting my time, it has to be quarter core. I got to know who you are. If you want to speak to me for hours or hang out with me for hours, that's energy and time spent that I can't get back. And so for me, it's it's important to, to get to know who you are. Who who do I have in my space? Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I'm and sure you want to know the same. And right. that ideology right there is why when it's time for you to move on or you rob on them, right. you start hearing things like we've been spending all this time because they feel like it's they're not getting the proper return on it. You didn't took this man whole soul and then you like, sorry, I'll grew that. Like it's that's yeah. deep. How is yeah. that deep? That's How deep. But how else can Because now you gotta look like boo boo the fool and try this again. Like, it's a lot. That is a lot. How can you possibly let somebody go (laughs) without even knowing who they are? Oh my God. Like, how can we know if we're compatible if I don't know who you are? See, me, I feel energy and I feel vibes. And this is like. I I agree with that. I agree with that, Unique. And and, and let me be clear if you get to a point where you're like, you know what? It's time, at this point in time in my life, I got to go in another direction. You're well within your right. And you're justified. Mm -hmm. You should do that. And the person is well in in their right. Yeah, I'm just telling you what the reaction is going to be in general. You know, it, it, it makes a person feel a certain kind of way. It feels, I mean, some people feel like, well, damn, I, I got used or, or you well, was well, what I'm saying is, me. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, see, I'm not under, I'm kind of trying to understand where y'all are coming from because if I am grown, okay, if I'm acquaintance, you're not spending a lot of time with me. But if you're requiring a lot of my time, if you're constantly, we're constantly hanging out, we're constantly getting to know each other. Mm-hmm. I am. That doesn't mean I'm obligated to make you my boyfriend or no. to make you whatever. No, no. But I, no, I no. and I have the right to say, hey, you know what? After we've been hanging for a couple of years now, and it's not going anywhere, 
or like you really cool and I'm about to start dating somebody else or hey you're really cool we've been vibing for five years based on a friendship and I just want to let you know now I'm about to get into a relationship and um, my man don't want me to be talking and spending a lot of time with you. You have just about lost your mind. <laughs> how, how did that end up? How did that conversation end? Because he's not going to go nowhere. Just off the fact that he feel like he gave you a part of him and then you saying how we are a part of him. Long conversations. Well, Men, I mean, seriously. I think, I think the thing is, you know. one, you, it, you know. After after no, a I'm year, and, and and to to your to your credit, after a year, if whoever this guy is hasn't made his intentions clear to the point where you know, hey, this guy is pursuing me not as as some close friend or acquaintance. I want. Okay, I can give woman. I can give you an example. I have a friend. Um, I hope he don't get mad. Uh, shout out to Drew. But we've known each other for about 15 years, and he had made it known that he was interested. I'm not interested, and he pulled back, which was fine. But he's and I still kind of just chat or whatever. It's not the same at all. But for him to, if he started to hate me, I would be like, well, why? When over the whole 15 years, I've had boyfriends. I've had life experiences. I've like, so when you guys are, when you particularly, Nika, is saying that, it's like, just like I don't, I'm unclear of what because even okay. if he made his, he said, "Hey, I'm interested," and I said, "You know what? It's not going to work culturally. Um, I respect his culture and everything, but I'm not willing to uproot myself and move to another country. I don't think we." But are- unique, just like when you we you and I had that conversation when I was confused, and I'm like, "Why do these girls think that I'm supposed to be with them because I talk to them on the phone?" You know what I'm saying? He was like, "You can't do that to people's no, but, time." But your you conversation wait- with them is totally different. How do you know? Because I sit and listen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, 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 I'm straight. I am straight. I'm done. I'm done. This is Nika signing off. I am no, done. I'm just saying, like, I literally tell the truth. I say, we're not together. We haven't had, and, and, and Drew and I have never had sex. So, well, you know, not that sex qualifies it or anything. So, my here, thing is that. That's the thing, though, you need. Okay, maybe I'm, I'm... To, to, to make to make it very, very specific, the dynamics and parameters that we talk, we're not talking about somebody who's been a lifelong friend. The guy that you're speaking of, you made it very, very clear that there's nothing past the platonic relationship that you two. You're just friends. You and I made that very clear after years of him. Like, right. he made it, he didn't make it, like, it wasn't a bunch of years he was pursuing me. It was at one particular he time. He wanted you to lie right. to him. <laughs> <laughs> lie to me? I'm sure I do. Sure I want you to lie to me. <laughs> uh, no, but, but this, the guy that we're talking about is the guy that meets you in whatever setting. And he's, hey, let's go out for drinks. Let's go out for dinner. And it progresses. And it's, hey, you know, I'm interested in pursuing something and you are reciprocating said feelings so you all proceed down that road and it goes however it goes let's say it goes well but it, it doesn't go as well for you as it does say for him and you get to a point where you're like well you know what i'm going in a different direction 
that guy's going to feel a certain kind of way. He's going to feel like he got cheated. He's going to feel like he got robbed. He's going to feel like he's not getting a return on his investment. And sometimes it'd be all in their head. It don't have nothing to do with what you may think you're saying or no, have told them. True. It's and in their head. And to me, yeah. in all fairness, no, I, I get that. Be, I just want to be specific, though. I want to, so, that, so we know exactly what we're saying and what we're talking about. We're not talking about the delusional dude who thought that he was your man. <laughs> Oh my God. And that's a real story from a what? No, but I, 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 I'm not talking about that dude either. I'm talking about that dude who, like you said, made an investment in time, talked to you on a deeper level, which you, which you appreciate and what you like, done these things that they know that you like, and then you're like, okay. Okay, let, let, okay I get that. So let's just use you and I. Who, um, you and I? No, Willie Sosa. Oh, okay. So will you say <laughs> if, you, if you're digging somebody... Let's say we mm-hmm. were we were talking, and would you do men or I, I mean I'm sure that women may do this too. Do you say okay I'm gonna get to know Unique to see if she qualifies as my woman, or do you say hey I'm just gonna vibe see where it goes because I say oh, let's see where it goes. You know I have no expectations for this man to be my man or whatever. Mm-hmm. I just I just want to see where it goes. So that's why for me it's confusion when it's like this hatred or this. Because it's like, hey, we're just seeing where it goes, and we never had a conversation about relationship yet. And then when we had the conversation, I said, well, I'm just not there. So yeah, and we're we're talking about we're talking about this perpetual relationship in two different points. You're talking about it from just a a casual dating standpoint at that crossroad. I'm talking about you going further that you actually, you all have actually said to each other, you know, we're going to see what this relationship will look like. Yeah, that's a, that, and that's different. That's, I'm not even, I've never right. came from it that way, where okay. I've been, there's been men who have, um, like, I have not gone through it that way. I've not gone through it from a perspective of, hey, let's grow this relationship. We're going to go in a relationship. And I go, oh, after five years, oh, I'm not feeling it. Never have I done that. It's been connecting uh-huh. with different men um, in a in a platonic way. And then one day, maybe 10 years later, they say, you know, I'm really, we've known each other for quite some time. Yeah, you've had your relationship. I've had mine. But I, I think like we should take it another step. And I go, I don't, I'm not, I've never looked at you that way. And then it's like, well, you know, that kind of, that's where I'm coming well, from. It's not from a. Yeah. In casual dating, I, I don't think that anybody has the right to be mad. And I don't think it's dating. No. I See, it's like, you're saying dating, it's really just I'm, and I don't. It goes into the notion of if men and women can be friends. Then I guess because I'm literally saying, like I consider Drew my friend. Like I don't. We've never dated. Um, we just it didn't work out. I mean, it just wouldn't it wouldn't work because I acknowledge certain differences I saw right away. Now I admire those differences, which makes him a great person. But as far as being a wife to a person from another country and that's in, you know, and being from Kenya and having his uh, traditions and things like that and wanting his family to be there. I, I knew that it would be an issue for me. You guys are not on the same page. Right. That's just what it boils down to. He might've heard you. He might've agreed or listened to you, but that was not his intentions. Right. And I'm just saying that men typically have gotten upset mm-hmm. over that. And so I was just trying to understand from what I was yeah, doing that's just, wrong. That's crazy sauce. That's, that's that's just ridiculous. I, I, I can't understand 
as you broke it down, I, because I'm, 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 as you can see, I was thinking of it in a completely different context. <laughs> right. That's why we're I was wondering. Friends. Where, where <laughs> we're, you... we're friends, mm-hmm. and even if I say to you that, hey, I'm interested in us being more than friends, and you're like, skirt, we own something else, well, I got to accept that. I might, I might not like it, mm-hmm. but I got to accept that. Right. And we 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 move from there, and if we we remain cool, then we remain cool. And if I you know periodically you know sort of talk that bear like, hey, uh, you think we can be more than friends now? Yeah, but you can't. I don't think you. I don't uh, think you, you can move on from there. I don't think you can move on from there and be friends if you had the intentions on wifing someone and they're putting you in a friend zone. Mm-hmm. No, no, you can't. You can't. I, there are there are a few people that I'm friends with now. Uh, and my intentions initially were to be more than friends, but as a result of, you know, a variation of things, you still got like, hope. okay. Yeah. So, oh, okay. Yeah, we cool. <laughs> no, Nick, I'm not just sitting here holding out hope again. So I'm going to give you the final word, um, because we, we are getting in this great conversation and I'm sure we're going to have you back. Mm-hmm. I, you're, you're telling me I get to be in the same space with a bunch of women? Uh-huh. I'm so that. So oh, give us I'm your so last, that. your last hoorah on whatever topic or your final word. We'll give it to the guests today. I just come together right now over me, John Lennon. That's it. Mm-hmm. Everybody just needs to just be on, be on one accord, man. Work towards that. Mm-hmm. That's it for me. Well, I want to thank you, Willie Soso, and drop those social media handles for people that want to follow. Oh, Willie Soso on everything: Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, all that. All right. Come holler at me. And I do want to say rest in peace to uh, John, John Singleton. Singleton. That was really yeah. sad. So, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Man. definitely. Prayers up. Send your send our condolences to his family. So. I hope you guys have a great rest of the Saturday. Thank you for tuning in to the Weekend Updated with Unique and... Nika! And... Willie Soso, man. All right, right here on Blackberry Soul Radio. See ya. Holla!